Canada, the Great White North, the country which is very highly regarded across the world. Personally, I've never heard a bad word spoken about this beautiful country. Me sleeping on the streets of Canada, it means I'm not welcome. Hi, and welcome to Human Spectrums, a podcast series produced for CMRU.ca and the Community Podcast Initiative at MRU. The Community Podcast Initiative is powered by Shaw. I am your host, Maggie Brolsma. This podcast is produced by the students in the Broadcast Media Studies program at Mount Royal University. MRU sits on Treaty 7 territories, home to generations of knowledge, culture, and stories. We acknowledge the hereditary keepers of these lands, the Nitshatipi, Yina Hoda, Sutana, and Metis people. We also recognize the historical and ongoing oppression that many Indigenous cultures and nations face. We seek to decolonize storytelling by including voices and knowledge too often overlooked in the media. Human Spectrums explores how humans are on a spectrum of diverse races, orientations, and stories to tell. This seven-part series explores the stories and celebrates the diversity of our society. On this episode of Human Spectrums, we explore the stories of people navigating immigration and resettlement in Canada. Today, our featured guest is Naval al Busaidi, the Chief Executive Officer of Immigrant Services Canada. Naval is here today to share her experience in supporting newcomers to Calgary and shed light on the challenges faced by immigrants and refugees in their quest for safety and opportunity. As it turns out, she's something of a newcomer to Calgary herself. I am the Chief Executive Officer for Immigrant Services Calgary. I literally just relocated from Toronto nine weeks ago, basically very new to Calgary. And my role is to manage a a staff and an organization of 145 people and, and basically support the centralized intake process for newcomers to Calgary. So with uh, Immigrant Services Calgary, literally nine weeks. So I've just joined them. But in terms of my work around immigration and refugee population uh, and vulnerable population, it's been a journey of over 18 years. And it's it started in Toronto 21 years ago. There are so many factors in terms of why people would leave their home, their home country, a place that they called home and the place that they felt comfort uh, to go somewhere else, either for economical reason, either for marital reason, either for educational reason, but a majority is for safety reasons. A lot of people who come to this country, uh, either um, because of political uh, circumstances in their country, political unrest, economical unrest, civil unrest, or war and trauma, and those are the very, very uh, unique population that look at Canada as a place of hope, as in a place of new beginning. But then we have other category of individuals who come in under, under the skilled immigrant population where they come in hoping for better opportunity, right? Better perspective, uh, better chances for their children, where, where they are in their home country. Yes, they might be doctors, engineers, uh, educators. The prospect of growth, the prospect of economical growth uh, and recognition is a bit harder. So they look at the Western community as a place of hope. So they do choose Canada 
for its reputation as a multicultural country, a country that welcomes newcomer, a country that is accommodating and welcoming. You know, the image of immigrants and its impact on economy is very negative. And, I, and, and that has always been an issue and a stigma in terms of how Canada reacts when it comes to newcomers and immigrant population, right? Um, in terms of the media, uh, in terms of attracting skills internationally has been very positive, right? You know, Canada does promote itself as a country where we're looking for the very best. We're looking for newcomers. We're looking for skilled immigrants. And they've been very strategic in terms of where they open up sort of their welcoming or, or welcoming centers around the world, right? So that media portrayal of the, of the need for immigrants to Canada internationally is very different. But then the media portrayal of the refugee population and the newcomer population in the country and its impact on the economy has been very negative. And I feel that we could do better, right? Because Canada do need immigrants. You know, for sustainability of this country, we need immigrant population. We need skilled immigrants. We need all kinds of immigrant population. Sad thing is that we have very, very positive stories, very inspiring stories of what immigrant contribution has been to this country. And I feel that we're not doing justice around portraying those stories to the public, right? If you look in your own streets, in your own neighborhood, every third person is an immigrant and every third person contributes to the coexistence of this country right, for many, many years ago. So there are positive stories out there. It's just that we need to be really advocate and influence how media portrays those stories to the public and what impact would that have in terms of public opinion and um, the appetite in welcoming population, newcomer population here, because we do need them. In 2016, with the Syrian refugee population, where we've seen a huge public, you know, rally to support the integration of the massive influx of the humanitarian evacuation that Canada has embarked on on the Syrian population. In terms of the volunteerism, about the peer support, uh, generosity, and and donations, we've seen that. We've seen it as well with the Afghan uh, evacuation in the past uh, two and a half years, now three. We've seen it with the Ukrainian uh, population. We do see uh, the influence, what media could do to really rally population to gather to support a humanitarian uh, sort of advocacy or, or, or mission. But we also seen very negative uh, sort of impact of media when they talked about the asylum seekers and the homelessness within the asylum population or the refugee population, specifically in Toronto, right? And, and that sparked a positive conversation around accessibility to affordable housing, right? And started conversation where different level of government really had to put, put housing at the forefront, put affordability at the forefront and look at the issue of not just what the newcomer population of refugees are experiencing, but also Canadians. And we've seen recently the, the conversations around, you know, international students lining up to access food bank and, and the fact that the food bank cannot even meet up the demands of the Canadians 
who are inflecting the uh, you know inflecting the the food the food the food bank and that opened up conversation around you know the food insecurities and the cost of the cost of living and its impact on Canadian so yes some of the negative media portrayal of newcomer population have actually sparked positive you know proactive conversation on actual issues on the ground that not only impacted the newcomer population but also impacts the Canadians as well the information they get pre-arrival uh, offices is very very different from the realities right uh, we have seen a lot of newcomers, uh, be it skilled immigrant, being refugees, being the Ukrainians who come here and realize they cannot afford living here and they move back, right? Uh, those are the realities right now. Has it been this way in the past 10 years? No. So the cost of living really has, you know, has ballooned up uh, in the past 10, 12 years. And Canada needs to do better in terms of regu regulating you know, the, the rental uh, market, regulating the food costs, regulating the, 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 the influx in, 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 in pricing. We have to do better because this cannot be sustained. It's not sustainable. I think the, the media, like anything else, plays a pivotal role in, in really um, shaping the perception, um, changing the narrative or even setting the narrative around uh, newcomer and diversity and its impact in our society, positive or negative. And I think the media can also use their influence in informing and, and, and sort of uh, pushing policies to really uh, focus on the issues on the ground and, and really push policies and government in terms of prioritizing those issues uh, to finding solutions, not only for the newcomers, but I think even for the younger Canadians, right, you know, who are, exiting colleges and universities, hoping to leave their family homes and start a new life. I don't think our economy and our environment is suitable to give that opportunity, even for our own children right now. I think the media could and should be able to have those very hard dialogues, really, and, and, and really showcase, um, showcase narrative that are not attractive, right? I think, you know, media always look at what is attractive and what is sellable and what would hype the society. I think there is an opportunity where media could really speak to what's happening on the ground, even if it's not attractive, right? Even if it's not necessarily the most trending, right? I think being able to shift our lens and really look at the realities on the ground and not what's, you know, what's, what would sell today, right? Having those conversations, engaging with those population, being able to highlight stories and be able to showcase stories, you know? I think that would really uh, motivate people to learn and, and, and be invested in, 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 in learning and, and knowing their neighbors, knowing the people in their community who are newcomers and refugees and getting to know them and their journey and the story and getting to know them as who they are as people, not the perception of what they come in to take away from the Canadian society or add to the, the you know, sort of the crisis that we're in, but more about what do they bring as an added value to address our gaps that we have in our country, participating in advocacy work, as well as um, sort of uh, communication marketing or, or publications where we actually talk about uh, the needs of 
government intervention, but also around collaboration and working with corporations around the integration and settlement of newcomers. But we work very closely with partner organizations that their main work is to provide settlement and integration and case management for newcomers. And through that work, our, our, our objective as a collaborative is really to advocate not only for resources, but for advocate for equal opportunities for newcomers. I think, uh, you know, by really engaging with individuals who are in the sector, you know, bringing in individuals who have lived experience, highlighting individual stories, because people really do not know the journey of people who are naturalized Canadian unless they are personally invested in them. But I think with the media really putting proactive approach in learning the process, inviting individuals who have lived experience, talking to experts in the matter in terms of how that journey is and its impact on population, but also having people come and share their stories would really influence the narrative, but also be able to provide you factual stories. What needs to change is having visibility of minorities be part of the media outlet, having immigrants and newcomers, you know, installed in those entities to influence the direction of the media, having people be part of the institution and the organization, opening up doors and opportunities for newcomers to be part of that media sort of environment and world would really change our lens around migration and newcomers. But when media is really managed by mainstream, then that influence is missed, is always going to be missed. But if we allow more visible minority, more newcomers, um, more immigrant population to be embedded as part of that team, of that media outlet or that media world, then the, the shift would start happening naturally. Because People are invested in their own community. People are invested in their own stories. So the influence will be there naturally, not driven by an episode or a situation. Absolutely. I want Calgarian to know that for a person to make a decision to, to leave and, and take that leap of faith, or to, to move to a place they don't know, it's not an easy decision. Understand that people who come here really come because they want to be here. This is home for them. Or they chose it to be home. Or this is the only safe space for them. And they come fully invested and they come fully committed. The difference being is what are we able to offer them to ensure that they settle properly here? What kind of environment are we creating for them to succeed, right? Um, we need them as much as they need us. The only difference is they have left everything behind and chose to be here and took all the risks they, they, they had to to make Canada a home for them. So their investment is higher. Their risks are higher. But they're willing to go through all this process because this is the only place they, they have chosen for themselves and their family. We as Calgarian, 
have an opportunity to create an environment where this individuals can contribute to our society, can contribute to our economy, become productive members of our society. If we only open up our eyes and our heart and be able to see them as human beings, reach out to the library, reach out to your community, and see what volunteer opportunities out there newcomers are family out there, or go to your religion institutions because many of them do host newcomer population and see how could you be of help. And trust me, those newcomers, they want to make friends and family. They want to integrate. They want to understand the Canadian culture because it is a beautiful culture. And as a me, as a, as a person who has been here for 22 years, I'm still learning the Canadian culture and I am enjoying it and I'm celebrating it. So imagine if someone who just came in a year ago. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Human Spectrums. This podcast series is produced by the students of MRU's Broadcast Media Studies program. This episode was put together by Maggie Brolsma, Vox Arena Ho, Oliver Dahmer, Noah Laycock, Christian Servard, and Thomas Bogswiak. Our series production team was Taylor Brover, Aidan Bragg, Will Brennan, Marcus Hollingsworth, Aldi Loshi, Christian Servard, and Kaylee Saubart. Human Spectrums is a production of CMRU.ca and the Community Podcast Initiative at MRU. The Community Podcast Initiative is powered by Shaw. I'm Maggie Brolsma, and thank you for listening. <laughs>